Welcome to Watch Our Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker. Joining me today is a man with a mission statement of his own, Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Ben, I just want to be whimsical, futuristic, renaissance past. I love Lucy. Tapas and full dinners. Sounds like a clear vision to me. Um, you guys, <laughs> we are talking Vanderpump Rules today. Before we dive into it, um, a few announcements about the show uh, uh, for this week and next week. So, um, we, uh, in case you missed it, we dropped the first episode of Real Housewives uh, Ultimate Girls Trip. We did a recap of that that came out earlier today. Uh, we also uh, we did a Crappens on Demand episode with that, and in that one we. It's a free one for everyone. So even if you're not signed up, you can go check that out. Then the next two recaps, those will be next week. Those will air next week. So if you're wondering where are the other recaps, they are going to be next week, the Thanksgiving week for those of us here in the U.S. And then next week, the Winter House finale is going to air, but we're just going to push that till after Thanksgiving, give ourselves a rest. So that's sort of like the, the lay of the land for all that stuff. And then, of course, don't forget that we are going on the road in 2022. It'll be our 10-year hunky-dory tour, 10-year anniversary tour. We are really excited. We keep talking about our big show in New York that kicks it off because it's our 10-year anniversary and it's the Golden Crappies. And the first time we've ever done the Golden Crappies, we're already lining up some really fun guests and some fun things. Not a lot of tickets left for that. But uh, we're going to all sorts of places. We're going to Boston this very same weekend. We're going to DC. We're going to Nashville. We're going to Philly. We're going to LA, San Diego, all sorts of places. So um, know that it's more than just New York and we're going to have a great time in each and every one of those places. We love seeing people in the audience and we really feed off the energy and we have such, such a great time. So go to watchacrapids.com and get your tickets. We are so excited to get back on the road and uh, who knows what adventure waits there. But for right now, the adventure is at Villa Rosa. Hi, Ronnie. Villa Rosa. Hi. Oh, also go watch our Real Housewives of Ultimate Girls trip recap. We did a free Crappens on Demand week, so everybody can watch it. That's how much we love the show. Okay? So if you want to watch it, uh, just go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash watch what crappens. Uh, if you want all our videos, you know, sign up. Okay, so here we are. Pump rules. Pitch not so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we start off. We're at Lala and Randall's house, and Lala's holding the baby. I feel. I know this is not correct or not accurate, but it feels like the first time I've seen her holding the baby. <laughs> is it just me? I'm like, it looked. I was like, oh, there's Lala holding a baby. I I forgot that she has a baby. I mean, I don't. Yeah, forget. she's always holding that baby. But like for some reason, it just really was like apparent to me. Oh, there's Lala. I mean, she holds the baby for two minutes before she hands it off to the night nurse every scene, right? Well, yeah, they just call it the night nurse. It ain't the night nurse. It's the all damn day and night nurse. Okay, <laughs> you're just calling it the night nurse so you can feel less guilty about handing the baby off. Never feel guilty about handing your baby off. Okay, that's why they're so small and squishy. As far as I'm concerned, put a pop socket on the back of them and get one of those little pop socket holders and put it all over the house. You can just hang the baby there. Okay? I don't expect just... you to hold your baby all day long. It's disgusting. Yeah. So uh, she's like, Ocean, you're going to meet James Kennedy today, which is something that no baby should ever be told. I mean, you, you, you want to keep their innocence as long as possible. <laughs> I know. You're going to meet the first person you're actually more intellectually mature than today. His name is James <laughs> Kennedy. So then we see Ariana swooping up dog hair. And then uh, James arrives at Lala's. I don't, I don't know why we diverted to Ariana. But James arrives at Lala's. And she's like, Lily. You know Jameson, because she's talking to her dog now. You know Jameson, Jameson, Lily, Lily, Jameson, huh? Yeah, he's like, I bought her a present. I bought the baby a present, girl. It's a working nose. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bunny rabbit. It's super soft and has a nose that hasn't been fucked up by surgery. Yeah, and actually he brings the baby a puzzle, which is a little confusing. Um, No, no, she brought it. At least that's... He said a prezzy. A prezzy. 
Oh, a Prezi. It, it redid it to puzzle on my autocross. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. You don't get puzzles, baby. But puzzles to babies. Uh, it's a 500-piece jigsaw puzzle of Raquel's old nose. Something to remember it, boy. <laughs> Just like we used to call your mother when she started the surgery. Jigsaw. Enjoy, baby. <laughs> like, and I also got her, her very first pair of Uggs. Emphasis on Uggs. <laughs> So Lala's like, um, that is so sweet. So what did I miss at the party? And he's like, oh my god, Sir Raquel fell asleep on the floor, <laughs> idiot. I vacuumed her. <laughs> I had coffee in my mouth. Don't make jokes about James vacuuming <laughs> Raquel while I have coffee in my mouth. <laughs> so he's waking her up. We see a clip of him waking her up. And he's like, she looked like Sleeping Beauty, but she was wasted. <laughs> and then we cut back to Ariana's. And we were at her house because Raquel's coming over. Oh, so we're going to cross yeah. cut between these two scenes. So Raquel's like, oh, my God, it looks so good in here. We left in a wreck, didn't we? And she's like, you know, it's mostly just putting food away. To which I say again, Charlie, did you... Why weren't you cleaning up this party, okay? You host a party at someone else's house. You don't bring anything, and then you leave and let them clean it up. How dare you, ma'am? How dare you? Um, And before we forget, this is something that we did not mention last week, but we really should mention because it's it's great, which is that uh, Charlie and Sheena got into a Twitter feud because apparently last week after Brock mounted that TV in under seven minutes, it fell off the wall. And so Charlie posted a picture of it and was like, oh, my God, we thought someone was barging into the house. LOL. And then Sheena was like, well, you didn't have the proper tools or the proper anchors for the wall. And it was just like a, a funny video bit. And like it was not secure. and It never was secure. And you should have known it wasn't secure. And maybe someone who enjoyed my enchiladas would have appreciated that the TV wasn't secure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have realized that that was just fun for the vlog. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your realistic vlog to just show people the real side of Brock. Okay. Okay, Sheena. The real side of Brock, which includes a fake mounting of a television. <laughs> yeah, it says a lot. Um, so, of course, Raquel has, like, the only cute Tupperware. It's like a little pink Tupperware. <laughs> so She had diarrhea Raquel, also. Yeah, Raquel had diarrhea. So they're talking about that because they ate so many different things. And those absinthe shots. And James tells Lala, yeah, she was drinking, like, four absinthe shots. And, like, and she, and, uh, Lala goes, sometimes it's really hard to transition out of James's accent. I'm like, hey, that's four accent shots. Oh, oh God, I got the momentum. James' momentum in my voice. I can't switch over to Lala just yet. Lala, 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 Lala. Oh, my God. How does that affect you? Does it affect you when people are drinking around you? Like, he's like, well, I can't do drinking games with people. That's for sure. That's, that's, well, it's like, yeah, you're not really supposed to do drinking games sober. They don't really have the same... You know, yeah, that's why they're called drinking games. <laughs> He's like, I mean, like we played this way. It's like the names of cheese, you know. And then it gets to Raquel, and she doesn't know anything, you know. And so Charlie whispers to her, "Am I being too loud for the baby?" And she's like, "Um, I'll pass her off to the night nurse, but don't worry, you're not too loud for." Her. I mean, we sleep next to Fred Flintstone. Like, <laughs> she was almost sucked down Randall's nose literally last night. But take her, night nurse. It sounds like there's a lawnmower starting up literally every time Randall inhales at night, okay? <laughs> so she's like, well, that's, that's definitely the last time I played drinking games. I mean, talk about annoying. Did I seem annoying when I was drunk? I wasn't that annoying when I was a drunk. And then we see a montage of James being truly the worst drunk we've ever seen. Yeah. And Lala's like, well, did you show everybody that you were irked? And he's like, a little. I called the girls dumb. <laughs> Which she cracks up at because misogyny is like hilarious when it's from someone she likes. Yeah. So um, uh, Ariana's like, um, so what's up with like James's fuse? He seems like, like, can I give that a double? Because it's so right now. <laughs> oh my God, is Randall here? I thought I heard Randall breathing. She's like, oh no, sorry. That was the, gar- that was the actual garbage disposal. <laughs> so Ariana's like, yeah, I thought it was weird that James brought up the nose situation. Like that was stressful for him. I mean, like, I thought he was being a little bit of a brat. Like that's so, just yeah. Yeah, he's an asshole. So cut back to James and he's like, Raquel got a nose job and it didn't turn out well, and I don't want her to get another one because if it doesn't go right, what do you think it's gonna do to our relationship? And well, I was like, So you're gonna leave her if she has a shit nose? He goes, Come on, is that really fair? Is that really fair? I'll leave <laughs> her for so many different reasons. Oh, so back to Raquel. She's like, sometimes I think that James thinks about himself before other people. Wow. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> did, did you notice that when he proposed to you, he actually just proposed to himself? James, do you take your other hand in marriage? I do, James. Congratulations. <laughs> Raquel, you want to join in? And Ariana's like, well, can you bring it up to him? Or does he like... <laughs> That's actual muscles going down. Sorry, you shouldn't eat those on the second day. (laughs) And uh, he's like, well, James just gets annoyed. (laughs) I just want James to recognize when he's wrong because he loses his temper. And when we have kids, he can't do that. He will. Don't marry a man who's abusive and loses his temper. What the fuck is wrong with you? Run, bitch. Run. When people show you who they are. Believe that, right? So James is like, well, I don't want a fiance with a botched nose. I'll fucking say it, okay? I'm not an asshole. These are facts, okay? I mean, why would I want to take her home on New Year's Eve? I mean, like, why why did I want to take her home on New Year's Eve six years ago? I mean, did I know how deep she was? How kind and patient she was that night? No, I fucking didn't. I knew she was a six-foot supermodel from California. I mean, come on. You can't do this. You can't ruin the nose. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, you can't weigh in, James. It's her face, and she has to feel beautiful. He's like, well, I've got this face without doing a single thing. It's like, uh, yeah, obviously. You know, just because you look like the guy who was on many covers of Mad Magazine doesn't mean you have a magazine-worthy face, you fuck. Yeah, just because Bowser Jr. flies around in your head on the Super Nintendo does not mean it's a beautiful face. So, uh, so now, Villa Rosa. So the Toms show up, and for this week's wacky bit of wackiness, they're wearing identical thick-rimmed glasses, and Lisa's like, oh, what's with the glasses? Oh, God. And Schwartz. It's retro. Oh, it's retro. It's like retro. That's our theme for the week. They're also rosé-colored in honor of you. It's like, guys, I can't take you seriously. Look, look, let me take a picture of your phone. This is you from my point of view. Oh! <laughs> I aimed this telephone at you, pressed a button, and now your pictures are on it. Magic! <laughs> the future is here. <laughs> Pandy! <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need roads, Pandy! So uh, Schwartz is like, uh, he's like, oh, thanks for having us over. So we love the concept of our bar, but we want to run it by you to get your feedback so you can come in and save us. That'd be great. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) And uh, Schwartz is like, wow, Vanderpump is like the only person who can help us nail this vision. She's like, all right, show me what you've got. He's like, well, I did keep this sperm this morning. No, darling, your vision. (laughs) Oh, dude, so uh, here's like some fabric we found from the bar schools. Oh, dude, bro, you left your sperm sample on this thing. Never mind, let me see it. Oh, It actually works with the sperm sample, darling. <laughs> you know, we actually had that idea for Villa Blanca. <laughs> Where do you think the Blanca comes from? <laughs> so she's like, ooh, many different colors of red and pink all swirl together. It's beautiful. I love it. And it's from the UK. Oh, my goodness. Let me put out the bat signal for Nicolene. Nicolene, new fabric alert. <laughs> <laughs> a giant pendulum just swings by with Nicolene holding on. It's like, Come here, Lisa, whatever you need. It's just an image of like steampunk gears in the sky for a spat signal. <laughs> oh, so um, we see the material and she loves it. And she's like, so how much is this, darling? He's like, ah, uh, like 30. She goes, oh, 30 a square foot. And he goes, ah, uh, or maybe a yard. And she goes, well, there's a big difference between a foot and a yard, darling. All right. But yard, uh, fabric comes in yards. So yeah. I feel like she's just trying to be mad. She's just being like, I'm a boss. Business, business, manila envelope. So I don't like, think oh. I've ever heard of fabric coming by the foot. But okay, be mad. It's Some, fun. Sometimes it's hard to remember if it's fabric or fruit, you know? So mission, mm. uh, time for their mission statements. They read their mission statement. Welcome to Schwartz. Oh, no, actually, is it, is it Schwartz who reads it or is it Tom at this moment? It doesn't matter. It's Sandoval. It's Sandoval. Okay. Yeah, it's Sandoval. Dude, welcome to Schwartz and Sandy's, a funkadelic dive lounge where you check your worries at the door and escape reality. We hope to bridge the familiarity of your best night out with the deja vu of your future fantasy. Elisa's like, okay, so that makes no sense. Great. It's like, that makes, what mission statement is that? That literally means nothing. Deja vu of your future? That's not what a deja vu is. It's a remembrance of your past. It's like supposed to be like clever wordplay. <laughs> and it's just like nothing. Yeah. It, it's 
It's like it's just terrible. It's, it's fucking it's terrible. Okay, statement. it sounds like you took mushrooms and tried to string words together. That's yeah. exactly what it sounds like. So she's like, "All right, well, what else?" Oh, and by the way, while he's saying this speech, Schwartz is like moving his finger, like he's like, "Yeah," like listening to beautiful music. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so she's like, "Uh, anything else?" And he's like, "Yeah, okay. Here's some ideas. When you go to the bathroom, there's like an archway, but then you go through the archway, but then the ceiling's tall, and then." We have these things that are like hard edges because like we like soft things with hard edges. And then like we were thinking of having lattice so you could like see through it and then like vine hanging from the lattice and like plants, plants. We want plants. It's like so Villa Rosa basically. Yeah, essentially. Or, or, yeah, Villa Rosa or Villa Blanca or whatever. Um, I was talking to some friends over the weekend and I was like, we have to come up with a term for Lisa Vanderpump style. And where we landed at is garden party grotesque and that's that's <laughs> you know like lots of ornamentation lots of crystals lots of florals and metallics and planters and urns it's just sort of like an excess of like of classic glamour and elegance just like just like vomit a vomit of of all that stuff and that's basically what they're going for garden party grotesque despite what the, everything yeah. else that they're saying yeah so she's like well i mean come on you know i mean listen here's what you have to do you have to go in and say listen you little chubby man all right (laughs) i've got breasts which means you're going to want me either way i'm very sexy and i'll only have sex with you on your birthday christmas get it get it (laughs) rocio just comes in and slaps her thank you i needed that (laughs) my daily slap so lisa's like okay Go in and say we have a clear vision of our design and we want to be under budget and it's going to be retro fun and very vibrant. And, you know, like when you deviate from the through line, think of my foot or perhaps my yard. Get it going up your ass. (laughs) Oh, my God, that turned me on right now. (laughs) So then we get our new song for the week. Are you ready? 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 Let's go. It's It's from Trixie's new album, Little Child in the Car. (laughs) Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we yet? (laughs) Gotta pee, gotta pee, gotta pee, gotta pee, just pee. (laughs) So um, we're at Brock's and he's sewing and Sheena's mama's there and she's like, how's that going, Brock? (laughs) (laughs) Everything she says to him is like, really, Brock, you're sewing? (laughs) Yeah. Sewing. <laughs> and she's and he's like, Well yeah, it's all on YouTube. You can get your old shirt that doesn't fit dead anymore. And what you can do is cut a circuit from it and bada bing bada boom and you've got a summer dress for her. And so he's made this like basically a moo a baby moo And uh, you know that the mom is just like, Oh yeah, well my sister can make a halter top. Hmm. Yeah, Aunt D invented halter top or crop top wedding dresses. Crop tops. So, yeah, suck that one, buddy. So then we go to James and Raquel working out, and James is like crying because he's having having to do a plank. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then we go back to, are you ready? 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 Are you okay, guys? <laughs> this is great, Trixie. Great, great job, catchy. And then um, we, so James and Raquel are just stretching. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? And we're back at <laughs> Sir and Charlie's serving goat cheese balls. And someone's like, um, excuse me, what's this sauce on top of it? And she goes, um, and she's like, oh, hold on one second. So she has to go back and consult the menu, even though like, I mean, girl. And she comes back, she's it's mango sauce, <laughs> which I'm also like, why are you serving goat cheese balls with mango sauce? I love that this show is just has the worst waiters ever. Like, you, how many years have you worked at this place and how do you, you still don't know? How do you not look at a yellow sauce and not have any sort of, like, memory of mango sauce, like, triggered in your brain? Like, it's no. like I think it's yellow ketchup. I'm not sure. Oh, God, don't say triggered because maybe she is, you know. We'll find out later she got triggered by a mango one time. We're we're bastards. So then Ariana comes over to Sheena's and um you know, they're still in the sewing scene or whatever. And she's like, "Oh my god, I've never been here before. Oh, give me lessons, Brock. I don't know how to sew. Please don't learn how to sew. You want to talk about being overused by your husband? Learn to sew. Tom will never let you leave that house." Yeah, I'm surprised Tom hasn't asked for lessons yet. And then they could have like a wacky scene, and Tom can can like come dressed 
like a tailor or something. He can be like an old school tailor and he can then start sewing and, you know, he can get, he could do, not only can he do dress up, but he can actually make his dress up. Dude, if Tom learned to sew, he would be Elton John by now. Cause you know, he would look like a fucking parade float everywhere he went. <laughs> I imagine him like sewing like train uniforms, like, like an old timey engineer or something, you know, with overalls and stuff. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So um, Ariana um, takes baby Summer into her hands and she's playing with it. And Sheena's like, well, I want to have another baby. And I'm like considering freezing my eggs. And we find out that Ariana froze her eggs, which is surprising because she's always been like, I don't want to have a baby. <laughs> but um, that's just such a that's such a friend thing to do in L.A. I'm freezing my eggs. You want to come? Yeah, actually, that sounds fun. Let's go freeze our eggs. <laughs> and then, Let's go for a casual jaunt to the egg freezing place. And then Sheena takes it to the next step. She goes, well, you know what? Like, we've been thinking about getting surrogates. Like, we could get surrogates together. How about that? It's like, oh, that's <laughs> like, just like, <laughs> she's acting as if they're going to get, like, lattes. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, yeah, like, our surrogates could, like, be best friends. And then she tells us, you know, I mean, freezing my eggs, surprise. Like, it doesn't mean I'm jumping on the baby train. It's just, like, showing that I have agency over my own body and my future. And it's a big fuck you to people who question my fucking choices. <laughs> so then um, Katie starts texting them. And uh, she texts something like, I'm throwing a little soiree tomorrow night. It's a convenient narrative party. Martinis, scotch, whiskey. There's a theme I'm alluding to. Man of mystery and femme fatale. <laughs> Which is so funny to say that. There's a theme I'm alluding to. Just say the theme is man of mystery and femme fatale. <laughs> Not that yeah, there's a theme I'm Katie, alluding to. Katie works very hard to convince everybody that she reads a lot. So then Ariana's... Ariana. Ariana. Ariana's like... <laughs> Ariana. Ariana. Ariana's like, um, I think this might be just a ruse to like get you and Lala in the same room. And Brock's like, no one's inviting her anywhere, that's for sure. <laughs> Look, I saw another circle on top of another circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, and Sheena's like, yeah, I just wish that she was like that cool chick I hung out with like five years ago. <laughs> you know, even though Lala has ruined every friendship she has in this group, she continues to come around again because she has no other friends and no one else likes her. And then um, then we go over to the speaking of people who have ruined friendships. We go back over to the stretch place and James is like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty strong right now. I feel strong. And Raquel is like, I know I carry stuff inside my body and it's good to release it out like diarrhea, which I had this morning again. And he's like, good, great. Love that. <laughs> and she says, yeah, but the other night, like you seemed really mad. He's like, that was the peaking point. My little temper tantrum. Sorry about that. Sorry. Peak point. You know, just one, <laughs> just normal thing. Temper tantrum. That was the peak. You happened to be there. Sorry. Whatever. <laughs> Well, I feel like sometimes you have the tendency to think about yourself before others. And the main comment that disturbed me the most was when I brought up my nose to the group and you said, I'm the one who has to go look at your fucking face the rest of my life. And he goes, I'm the one who has to look at your face for the rest of my fucking life, all right? I'm the one who wakes up next to you. Now, you know, Ronnie, if this were like a spooky <laughs> Halloween fable tale, he would like make a wish. He's like, I want, I just want it so I don't have to look at her, her crazy nose. Can you just fix this so I don't have to look at her crazy nose? And then he would get blinded, you know? Gonna, oh, yeah. Gonna submit that story somewhere. <laughs> and he's like, well, I've seen how these Beverly Hills women get their Botox, their lip injections, their nose job, their eye filler. I don't want my wife to look like that. Straight up. First of all, oh. she's already got injections, fillers, and Botox. Yeah. So let's not pretend that she doesn't. And second of all, yes, you do. Because if you don't, this just means you're going to keep jumping to 20-year-olds. Which is probably what he's going to do. Let's uh, face it. But also, like, if you don't want your wife to go down that path, like, I mean, you went after... Uh, you went after a woman who's like a supermodel type in Los Angeles and like I'm not saying this is the path for Raquel but like you know like if you don't want to go down that path then like why are you why are you going for someone that like looks forward you know what I'm saying yes um, well he just wants her to be naturally hot forever which isn't how it works okay? yeah one thing you can be sure there's a few things you can be sure of in this world death taxes and getting ugly Okay, we do. We all do it, unless you die young. Okay, unless you're like Mauricio. But otherwise, 
Yeah, other well, Mauricio yeah. has has you know turned a little more John. What's that? John Turturro. Yeah, that's true. I take it back. You know, so like we all go. To, we, there's no escaping it. There's literally no escaping it. You asshole. Yeah, the point is that like you know like Raquel's life as far as we can tell seems mainly to be about like her appearance i mean i'm not saying she's not without depth or anything like that but it seems like it's mainly about that and this is stuff that's important to her and then he's gonna like he's gonna be like okay i'm gonna go after you because like the things that i was drawn to about you are like the things that now i want to control you know yeah and then saying like i don't want somebody who's going to be obsessed with plastic surgery when all you're doing is digging on their looks and making them more insecure which would lead them to plastic surgery you fucking twit yeah exactly so then james like well what if i went and botched my nose and she goes well i would make sure you're okay no you wouldn't you'd end up probably leaving me eventually she goes well is that what you're gonna do with me and by the way that is really the insight there like he's clearly projecting his own insecurities that he has, he probably doesn't feel worthy of having Raquel, right? He probably thinks that. Oh, like, I'm not even gonna. I'm, I'm not, not even giving him any sort of compassion. I'm just saying this yeah. probably explains, like, oh, so this is where this is really coming from. You got your own, like, you know, insecurity, insecurity that you're projecting onto her. Yes, and I think that that's probably true. But I choose to use compassion for people who deserve it, and not emotionally abusive pricks mm. like james i can't yeah. i well, can't don't confuse what i said with compassion because it definitely was not compassion it was just more like oh this is probably an insight she's like you can think that first but like first and foremost it's my body so you don't need to vocalize what's going on in your head about my body because your number one job is my fiance is to... <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing Sorry, that's when the garage, that's when the um, garbage disposal went on. She's almost done putting the muscles down. And then she said, because your number one job as my fiance is to support me and not to add to the stress I'm already feeling. Well, I shouldn't have said it and I was wrong. What I should have said is, I don't want to look at your hideous face because your hideous face is going to be totally hideous. (laughs) <laughs> so just another learning curve you know another thing to put under the belt and keep marching forward until so, i do it again tomorrow sorry it was at the peak of my frustration again so now we go over <laughs> to the new restaurant the new tom's restaurant and the toms are there with katie because she finally is going to come see it because she said she wanted to come see it and uh schwartz has his hands over her eyes or at least has or she's either got, she's got someone's hands on her eyes maybe it's hers i don't remember i wasn't schwartz, paying that much close attention but he's like oh honey be careful you can only see it for the first time once oh honey so um phrase has probably been said many times in their marriage yeah um it's like a, a new cheese uh so katie's like oh my god it is tall schwartz's like it's sick right and sandoval's like well uh katie basically invited herself <laughs> she thinks she has a seat at the boardroom but really she's just there for a bring your wife to work day yeah and so greg comes shows up with a, a lady named lucinda i believe and katie's like wow this place it already has so much character and it just cuts to to Tom, like, oh, because it's sort of like implying, like, don't change anything about it, right? She goes, so, like, so much of what's already here would transition right into what you guys are thinking, right? He's like, oh, stop it, dude, stop it. <laughs> then Schwartz, Greg's like, all right, come on, give it to me, give me a pitch or whatever. And Schwartz is reading from a pink notebook he clearly stole from Villa Blanca, you know, and, or not Villa Blanca, sir. And so he's like, okay, well, here we go. We're going to have food, and it's going to be, like, fine. And then there's going to be vegan options and unique mixology. You guys, just say you're building another Sir without paying Lisa Vanderpump. Because that's basically what you're doing, (laughs) okay? Just admit it. And and Schwartz reading this presentation, like, it really had the same energy as the little boy in Liar Liar making a wish that his father would stop lying. It was like... I just wish that for my birthday, Jim Carrey would stop lying to Maura Tierney. And that's all I want. Like, that's what he was. It's going to be a vibrant, funky dive lounge with tasteful Americana food, including vegan options featuring simple, fresh, playful, and unique mixology. Please never lie again. (laughs) 
I like that they keep calling it a dive lounge. It is not going to be a dive. Do you know what a dive lounge is? It's not going to be a dive lounge. Well, it's just it's, and you it's, don't pay fifty dollars for a plate of food at a dive lounge. Also, this is all just like meaningless, and it just is like very kitchen sinky. It's a vibrant, funky dive lounge with tasteful Americana food, including vegan options. Like what? T- tasteful Americana. They're basically saying upscale gastropub. That's what tasteful Americana food is, right? I mean, or or they're trying to do some cool retro thing. It's such a mishmash of so many ideas. That it's like, it's a disaster. Yeah, but all they're really saying is stealing the menu we already have from Tom Tom and not paying a percentage to Vanderpump. The end. And Greg's like, like it, good work. And also, we all know that Greg's totally going to fuck these guys over and steal all their money at some point, right? Of course. Like, we're all on that page. We all know that, yeah. So then Sandoval's like, okay, dudes, here's the logo, okay? So here's my, like, notebook. Okay, so we write Schwartz up here, but with an S. And then my name is, like, in cursive, you know? But, like, his name's, like, ceramic. And it's like, dude. And Katie's like, um, that's, like, not even how you spell his name. <laughs> no, he wrote Swartz. Swartz with an S. Schwartz. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> also, why are they doing this in Magic Marker and not even going on Photoshop? Can you print something out? Like, <laughs> he's, well, he's like being like a beautiful mind. Like, oh, I was just like, I had to like just follow where the pen was going, dude. <laughs> one word's in cursive and one word's not in cursive, bro. It's like, dude, get a graphic designer, please. Oh, so Katie whispers, you know, because Katie is a fucking underminer. <laughs> so she's like, well, I did try to help them, but they wouldn't listen to me. Yeah. And he's like, uh, well, we ordered lights. We ordered lights. And Lucinda, uh, Greg's like, how much were those? And he's like, uh, Lucinda. And she goes, 1700 He's like, waste some money. Come on. You got to call me. What? Now we got to find $3,400 for the rest of this place. Now, come on. <laughs> And so Sandoval's like, well, to me, it's all about the details or lack thereof, which is why I just sort of sketched out the logo with a blue pen on this notepad. So Schwartz is like, yeah, because once we have the design and layout set, it's game on with the details. By the way, Greg, we want to be complimentary to the neighborhood and we have some bold designs here and we love them. And to balance them out, we decide to mute the fabrics in the boots. It's like, oh, I'm I'm sure the neighborhood appreciates uh, your muted fabric inside. (laughs) Like, like, okay. Just this whole thing. I was banging my head against the desk. So Greg's like, all right, so mission statement, I guess. Let's do that. And he's like, okay, Funkadelic. You know, they do basically the same spiel we heard before. And Tom Sandoval still hasn't learned to say familiarity. He's like, uh, and then we want to blend the familiar, god damn it, with, uh, with the retro feel of deja vus in the future. And Greg's like, uh, that's a word salad. I kind of got lost. All right. Listen, a mission statement says, here's what we got to fucking get done. And here's how we're going to fucking do it. All right. That's what it says. And Katie's like, yeah, it's like, what is this place? What is it? do was a good for yeah yeah i think she needs to be in your place huh i think she needs to work on this huh? get her in there and kitty goes i don't want to rub anyone's nose in it but when i said i'd know what i'm doing what i'm saying what i'm talking about i mean i know what i'm doing what i'm saying and what i'm talking about i'm alluding to the fact that i know those things all right we gotta work this mission statement so katie is gonna help you that's it and she's like i told you i was useful so then uh, now Lala's getting dressed uh, for this theme party tonight, and um, they're all getting dressed, and Tom's talking to Ariana, and he's like, so, dude, I don't know if you knew this, but, like, Octopussy and, like, Never Say Never and Carly Simon, they all came out in the same year with all the same songs and the same movies, but they got gonna... Fine. Ariana's just, like, <laughs> blowing her nose. <laughs> She's not even listening to him. She's just powered by... <laughs> it's like she presses the button, like... <laughs> <laughs> so that, that wasn't being rude to you that was being no, rude to sound of all no i knew exactly what you were doing it's like I, where'd I was you hilarious. go ariana muffin <laughs> come on muffin i'm in the <laughs> being <laughs> about your <laughs> comment yeah and so james is over with raquel and they're getting dressed and he's just wearing like a tux jacket with no shirt and he's like how do i look no shit with the jacket i've already got the accent so who needs a shirt right <laughs> And then Schwartz is going all in on his dapper look. And uh, Katie is like, I've only been wearing sweatpants for the past year and a half to five years. And so I just want to class this bitch up. I like when he said, honey, I don't know where my balls are. She goes, oh, I keep them in my nightstand over there. (laughs) (laughs) So then Lala enters in the most cliche, (laughs) cliche. She goes, yas, queen. 
So Katie tells us, yeah, I'm having this party and like the narrative is that it's like the Sheena show, Femme Fatale, <laughs> because she was in a little movie called Femme Fatale. And we all came to LA to follow our dreams. But while the rest of us were working at Sir, Sheena was doing what she needed to make her dream a reality. It's like, wow. So you had a whole party theme to slut shame Sheena. Yeah. I love, I love Katie's you know, convenient feminism every other week. Yeah. When she, like, is the best feminist in the world, and then the very next week, she's throwing a party to slut-shame somebody. Nice. Exactly. It's like, yes, she was doing whatever she needed to do, so don't shame her for the poor, poor, sweet enchilada machine that she is. She is the composer of Good as Gold, ma'am, so take a back seat, please. Yeah. So then Sheena says, um, she's like, why is this being talked about? Like, people are going to Google and see my boobs. That's the last thing that I would want to happen is people seeing my wonderful boobs. So, uh, and Lala's like, yeah, I used it once to get off. Like, because look, God, I'm so edgy. I'm Lala. So then James and Raquel <laughs> arrive. What'd you say? I masturbate. I'm a rebel. <laughs> I'm a rebel. Yas queen. Like a gay person says, yas queen. Hmm. So then everybody comes over, the whole gang comes over to have some kind of speakeasy party in the most brightly lit farmhouse <laughs> <I know>. house. <laughs> Nothing about it says speakeasy, but that's fine. It's more like and I'm, <laughs> silent hard. Yeah. Get it? <laughs> silent <laughs> hard. Um, <laughs> so then begins one of the segments that I have really come to hate on this show. The wacky Vanderpump Rules segment with lots of titles because nobody has anything to fucking say. And I can't. I blame I can't. post-production this, That was this. my note. I can't with this. I Same. hate these fucking I, segments. I I'm refused. not taking notes. I refused. And I could see it coming. As soon as Schwartz started talking about like like what his name would be, whatever. I was like, I know what's happening. And I refused. And I blame post-production and production and Bravo. I blame everyone. I think this goes all the way to the top. Y'all have to stop, okay? Because we are a smart audience and we don't need to be condescended to with this bullshit. You, the first time you guys did it, it was funny. But you guys are killing this and you're killing me right now. No more. I say no more. No more wacky costumes. No more silly segments. Thankfully, this one was a pretty short one. But no more. No more. Yeah, get a cast that can do something together. Because this is fucking ridiculous. So Lala sits down. Everybody sits down. And she's like, so tell me about the meeting. And Sandoval starts, but Katie interrupts. And she's like, "Um, I think uh, Greg was most impressed with me. Kidding, kidding, just kidding. But he does want me to help with the mission statement. And then um, people are still arriving. Uh, James shows up. He's like, who's ready to party? And then Brock and Brock and Sheena are like licking each other's tongues. They're like doing like a tongue dance, and everyone's like, "Ugh!" And um, you know, uh, like Ariana's just like joking about wanting to get a boob job now that she's seen Sheena's boobs because they all look so like big and plump from breastfeeding and stuff and stuff. Yeah, so she asks her how she's feeling about Lala, and Sheena's like, well, I was going to have a conversation, but, like, what's the point? Like, I don't want to have a deep conversation with you. I just want to, like, have fun tonight, right? And Lala's right there. Because yeah. whenever somebody talks about Lala today, she's right there, right behind them. So yeah, she's scary. like, um, are you guys in a deep conversation? And Ariana goes, yeah. <laughs> Because Ariana's had a couple of drinks, so now she's just going to be bitchy for again. no reason. My favorite. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. When Ariana gets splittered, she's like, yeah. So then Lala's like, um, so she pulls Sheena, and she's like, um, so Shishu, I know you have a lot of pent-up issues with me that I thought we had squashed. And she goes, yeah, well, I just want to know, like, you were, like, 100% genuine from, like, where you came from, and I felt like you proved that to me. And I was like, gen, I was like, wow, she, like, genuinely cares. Like, we're good, and we've finally have fully moved on but then at lisa's you like decide to be like a mean girl fucking bitch and lala just gives her scrunched crazy face but here's the thing this isn't pent-up issues that's what makes me crazy with lala every week she's making it sound like sheena's holding on to some old issues from years and years ago this was like literally the past week of your life really <laughs> in their timing it just happened it's not pent up you're acting like an asshole and sheena goes well, you said I was dangerous. And Lala responds by saying, well, I felt like you were going to villainize me and play the victim. And I've known you a long time, Shishu. And you've brought really shitty dudes around, okay? And I was concerned. And you were my concern. And your baby was my concern. And I was a little confused that me bringing that up to you would turn you into feeling the way you do about me. <laughs> 
That's an interesting way to phrase it. Yeah. You've brought some really shitty men around. Really? You're you're engaged to a dude that left his wife and kids and like bought a hostess off of a hostess stand with a movie roll and a Range Rover. What the fuck are you talking about? You're literally engaged to a baked potato and not even Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> just a potato. <laughs> Um, so Sheena's like, but I just felt like you weren't being genuine, and it was like a very convenient timing. <laughs> and she says, it's hard to trust what she says, because I'm like, I've been the butt of her joke, and her friend's jokes for like years, and she does something fucked up, and then just apologize, uh, apologizes over and over, and I'm over it, I'm over it, I'm over it. Yes, I'll be your best friend. <laughs> Let's be best friends again. <laughs> Poor Sheena, she falls for it every time. Commercials, here comes one right now. So Lala's like, I'm trying to make all these changes in my world and realizing that my words affect people. So what do we do now? And she was like, well, I want to move past it, okay? I want to be like the opposite of someone trying to get by Brock in a hallway. I want to move past it. <laughs> so then Lala's like, oh my God, we are so moved past it. Okay, can I go talk to Brock now? And she's like, yeah, I go talk to him. <laughs> so the guys are outside on the patio talking. So Lala goes out and she's like, hey boys, um, if I have a conversation with Brock in front of you guys, can there be like no weighing in this time? Hmm. They're like, okay. She goes, okay, so I just talked to your girl and we're good. So you're her partner and I just want to say, I want you to know that I've never we're good. So you're her partner and I just want to say, I want you to know that I've never wanted to come for you ever. I just expressed a concern that I feel is very valid. And so Brock's like, well, it's not my issue. I mean, that's a backhanded apology, okay? I'm sorry for what I say, but I expect it from me because that's what I do. That's like me saying, hey, Guess what? You wanted a full dress, but all I did was cut a circle out of a shirt and say it was a dress? That's not cool. <laughs> She's like, but everybody in this group has had issues. You know, you just happened to appear when Lala and Sheena had issues. And Tom's like, well, Lala and Sheena were very brave. He's like, um, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Okay? We're He's not like, going to do that. He's basically doing Roger Rabbit in the back room, <laughs> trying to finish off like, do, 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 do. It's like he cannot stop the the Tom splaining. Yeah. And so he's like, well, Tom, just for a second, let me finish this song, all right? Now listen, I don't want to be involved in someone popping off, all right? She goes, oh, you've never popped off? Well, we know that he has because he's got a domestic violence charge, first of all. So, yes, he's popped off, but that is not the point, ma'am. And she's like, I'm an acquired taste. I'm like a fine wine. So, like, when people are like this, like, some people are like, I really like wine. And then some people are like, I like, he goes, well, I'm drinking Scott. <laughs> yeah. And Lala goes, see, you weren't fucking with me either ways. And so then, of course, Sheena comes out. She's like, um, I need to feed our baby because I've got a baby at home. Okay, I got to feed my baby. <sighs> And um, she, Lala's like, I think I'm ready, too. So she gets up. And Sheena's like, oh, my God, look at my boobs are bigger now. And James goes, did you push them up or did they actually get bigger? And she goes, no, they're bigger. And he's like, holy shit. Holy shit. Does that work for noses? <laughs> um, so then we go. Tom's, like, all confused about milk production. Sandoval's just like, what? <laughs> so then we go to Villa Rosa. Hanky and Panky and Schwartz is coming over. And he's like, oh, hey, Hanky. Hey, Panky. You guys good? Yeah, I'm good too. What's your business plan? You guys have a vision? All right. <laughs> so uh, he's like, hi, Lisa. I'm just here to pick up, you know, a circle circle it's a square it's a thing that you pick up it's like oh uh 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 is it a is it a plate is it is it a saucer no it's a is, is it a, a swimming pool you want a swimming pool okay i don't know 30 seconds left come on bonus round we can do this oh uh, it's got it's round uh you you put things on it you serve with it it's a platter it's this platter that you serve with um Rocio, no. Uh. <laughs> lazy pandy. Is it a lazy pandy? Is what you call those things in the center of the table? No, it's like one of those things that that they put like all the appetizers on at TGI Fridays. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. I don't have anything like a ten, like a TGI Fridays. Are you ridiculous? Get out of this house. I give up all the money. Uh, a serving platter? She's like, darling, it's going to be difficult to be a restaurant owner when you don't even know what serving platters are. And yet you've given him one. 
Ooh, Ronnie. So, <laughs> but I mean, giving just him a the life logic on of one. this show. So, giving him Tom Tom. So, they go into the basement. She's like, here's where I keep all the dead bodies. Kyle, are you down here, darling? <laughs> it's kind of funny. I wasn't, I was like, that was what was going through my mind. And I was surprised that she verbalized it and that they put it in there. So, they're in this like crazy cluttered basement. It was kind of funny to see that this was underneath it's like this is what i imagine is underneath disney world all those tunnels you know and um uh we see all these things and schwartz wanted a sex was he was hoping it'd be like a sexy pink dungeon down there and then all of a sudden you hear lisa go schwartz you know i like dogs do you know that right you're familiar well look it's me in a dog mask want to do doggy style with me ha 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 get it because it's a mask of a dog and he's like oh god now katie's gonna have to do that for me to get aroused oh it's a whole thing so they go upstairs yeah they go back up and she's like you might need a drink after my canine performance Ah!" and so they drink and he's like i don't know vanderpump chardonnay vanderpump chardonnay that's right i'm now selling that T Vanderpump Chardonnay. Me woof woof get it because I was a dog down in the basement, darling. Oh look, I have a small little vial of Pandy's tears. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, Wow, I've really been feeling things because I deal with you know, I have a guilt complex because I really wanna put work before I wanna I've been putting work before my family and I wanna help the triplets and my parents because my parents separated and my brother's hasn't worked since the pandemic and I'm talking about actually the uh, bird flu pandemic which was a long time ago but still none of them have really worked so I just want to send him some money but I can't he's basically hoping that she's like oh darling I'll help you but she's like well they're not your responsibility I mean family what is that okay you can help them as soon as you have your business up and running now would you like me to buy another neon light for your restaurant and um he's telling us that he's in a different place from sandoval because sandoval has parents that can invest and he's over here pinching pennies and he's getting in so much debt and it's getting out of control and um he's like i just don't know what to do well maybe not like gamble. double mortgage your house and maybe not yeah go out gambling yeah <laughs> all the time maybe not that that would be yeah. good so now we go over to bar method and uh, it's Charlie, Sheena, and Brock. And Brock is like, well, I thought I was getting all kinds of sports. But then I tried bar method. And it's a mix between ballet and torture. And they're doing, like, backwards curls. You know, like where you're holding the weights, but you're doing them behind you. Yeah. And Charlie's like, it's like a backwards hand job. <laughs> like, well, glad you could contribute. <laughs> so then Sheena, you know, shows that she's still got it and can do the splits. And then... um. <laughs> Charlie's like, I didn't get home until 3 a.m. And there's just a clip of her serving. And she's like, hi, would everybody like something else? And they're like, no. <laughs> she goes, okay. Wow. That's a really action-filled clip. Wow. Thanks yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm so glad they showed us that. Because when she said she couldn't, <laughs> didn't get home until 3 in the morning, I was wondering to myself, what does being up late look like? And now I know. So uh, she Bringing, refilling waters. Wow! <laughs> Thanks for that insight, editors. So that then Sheena's like, well, um. So she tells them about Lala, and she's like, well, our conversation was like very different, and it felt like the most genuine I've gotten so far. And Brock is like, yeah, well, I put in her place, so I may need to apologize for being mean to Lala. Yeah, and Charlie's like, yeah, but you guys can't, like, keep going back and forth. Like, if you're going to be friends, like, be friends. And Sheena's like, but don't worry, because I still have your back. (laughs) She's like, yeah, but that is what I worry about, because I'm like, now am I out because you guys are besties? (laughs) You know? That's yes. the saddest place to be coming from as a friend. You know, if you really feel like that, you need different friends. Yes. But and the answer is also yes, you will be on the outside again. Yeah. <laughs> so Charlie's like, yeah. um, I can't like imagine having a friendship where I talk shit about someone and then be besties the next day. It also makes me believe that like if you do that to someone, you'll do it to me. I'm like, Charlie, welcome to Vanderpump Rules. Okay. You better get on board <laughs> and or LA. ship out. And the world. And right. the world. And then Brock so let's somersaults. Go to the Belmont for oh sorry sorry no. we keep jumping on each other. No, What'd it's fine. I I really only had a small detail, which is that Brock somersaulted <laughs> up to his feet, and that was it. <laughs> I can do that one. Yeah, suck it, bar. Bar method. <laughs> so now speaking of a bar, the Belmont. 
Yeah, some more advertising for Greg. So Ariana and Tom comes, and then Katie and Tom come, and uh, Katie, Ariana's like, oh my god, guys, we needed one of these nights. And Schwartz is like, do we, though? Because now, like, I have this other storyline where I'm worried about my family. Oh! (laughs) Yeah, and um, Brock showered. I don't know why I wrote that, but he did. So everyone can... <laughs> so the whole gang shows up and James tells uh, Brock, he's like, Lola's on her way. Just kidding. Your face. Your face, mate. <laughs> it was hilarious. And then Schwartz is like, yeah, I got a new fetish because I saw Lisa in a dog mask. Huh? And Kitty goes, well, apparently my husband's a furry. I guess I have to get into that now. I'm like, please, <laughs> let's just end this. And like, the only person who ever cares about this shtick that schwartz is into lisa are schwartz and lisa yeah so then uh he pulls katie aside and he's like i've been so self-absorbed and selfish lately you know i haven't really been good at communicating (laughs) she's like tom you still don't even know how to spell your own name come on (laughs) and um she's like you know you just have to be get to learn to quit while you're ahead and then she tells us in this totally I don't want to say dark, but revealing comment that I'm like, why are we not focusing on this? She goes, yeah, Schwartz's gambling has always been really problematic. I mean, he gambled away the NIMI rights to our first child. And like, we need to get this under control immediately. And I mean, the the, the NIMI rights is like a joke because he like gambles it to to Randall over pickleball. But like, if he, he has like a, <laughs> it's like he has a gambling problem. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, we'll just mention it quietly in one comment that he has a severe gambling problem and can't mortgage his house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, hello. It's really crazy. Hello. Yeah, it's really crazy to me how they just skim over this couple every season. They really do. Unless they're like in a huge knockdown drag out fight, you know, that's on camera. They really just pretend everything's peachy and they pass over everything. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I locked Tom out. So he banged down the door. <laughs> uh, OK. And they just it's like another fun day at Katie and Tom's. Oh, yeah. Tom went missing. He just got wasted and wound up at a resort like four miles away in Mexico. <laughs> yes. yes. Like, OK. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's always been like that. It's super weird. So she's uh she's giving him shit because he did win money at Randall's poker. He came home with nine hundred bucks, but he was already up three and he could have quit, but he just kept going and going. She's like, I just wish you could just say, Wow, I've got three hundred bucks, I should just quit. And he's like, Come on, that's not gonna change anything. I mean, you gotta let three hundred bucks ride. She's like, Yeah, but couldn't you have sent that to your brothers you know like yeah isn't that how much you're saying your brothers need you know that is funny because he is saying how his brothers are his family is like in such financial straits and then he's just like yeah but what's five hundred dollars i mean it's like dude that's a big deal for a lot of people you know so yeah he mopes around and acts like he's such a good person and all of this but there's that example and then there's the banging down the door and then there's the you know like i'm really trying to get you pregnant bubba so i won't drink or smoke and then cut to him doing drugs you know like (laughs) drugs and getting shit-faced in every scene since then and this is actually just like his mopey dopey act is and and this is all stuff that would actually be really fascinating to watch right because it's like very real stuff and i think that this constant like the toms being goofy and silly together like that that like that had its peak in new orleans with the sia costume and it's it's just going in the wrong direction it's it's making me like have hostile reactions to two like relatively nice people right so that's not right so then yeah i don't need them to be a cartoon like why are you gray why is your skin gray all the time? What kind of drug problems do you have? I want to talk about your gambling problems and Katie's rage issues. Okay? That's a show. Not you <laughs> and fucking rosé-colored sunglasses walking around spelling your name Thank wrong you. with markers. If you want to watch Chromio, we'll watch Chromio videos. Okay? <laughs> so, um... What is that? I just laugh because it sounds funny. It's Chromio. <laughs> they're just a... They're like a duo. Uh, like a DJ duo or music duo. Oh, okay. Them, you'll see. Okay. You'll see. Okay, I will. Um, so Charlie uh, has a big question, uh, which is, uh, what is everyone's WikiFeet profile like? Because we're going to have a WikiFeet moment. Basically, Ariana has a we hear about WikiFeet um, first? Wasn't it? Was it this show? It was on... 
It was on another Bravo show where this was like a big storyline that they were doing the wiki feat or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So they wanted she wants she's talking about wiki feet and how it means a lot to her you know a lot goes into it like good toes good arch it's like a pageant but for toes i feel like for some reason it was like summer house like i can imagine Lindsay being like oh what's my wiki feet the score is my wiki feet score better <laughs> um uh so yeah so they're like just talking about it and they're basically like oh we'll raise money for raquel's nose by selling pictures of her feet it'll be toes for nose toes for nose yeah see i do know what i'm doing and then it cuts to logan at the bar just doing the macarena by himself <laughs> for some reason living his best life our sweet sweet yeah, logan and then um in comes lala and brock's like she's here all right now listen i'm gonna apologize invite her to my party and see if she wants to wear a little tiny kiftan i'll make that of a t-shirt <laughs> Lala, I just want to say I apologize to you and as a peace offering. Look, I made the MasterCard logo by cutting out two circles from my old t-shirt. You want to hold it? There you go. She, it's like a little dress for like, your hand. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, you're apologizing, so I guess we're off to a good start. And he's like, well, I wasn't over the situation and I wasn't ready to move on at that moment. No, I apologize. And she goes, you know what? I get that. I get that you have Sheena's back. And you know what? It was probably just bad timing on my part. So, look, let Sheena butter you up and onward and upward, right? Yeah. And she's like, I'm sick of defending myself. And he and like, I don't want Brock to have to defend himself. He goes, all right, well, now that we're friends, you want to come to my birthday? We're going to go hunt down a deer and eat it with our bare mouths and hands. <laughs> bare hands. Open mouths. You know what I'm saying. So they're like besties now. Yeah. So then... Charlie goes to talk to Sandoval and asks him about his week, and he's talking about the restaurant and stuff, and she's like, well, I went to Bar Method with Sheena and Brock, and he, they told me, like, that Brock went off on Lala, and he's like, yeah, you know what, Lala's, like, picking fights, like, she says she's not getting invited, but, like, we don't know what you're gonna do, Lala, like, that's why no one's inviting you, Lala! <laughs> and they're like, boom, boom, there's Lala. <laughs> right behind him. <laughs> and, um, she's like, um hey i just want to make sure we're good charlie and she's like yeah well so like me not inviting you wasn't because i disliked you although that's a true point too it was specifically because you and sheena were going back and forth and like not knowing what i'm gonna get in that conversation so like i just had to play it safe because it was like an intimate moment you know me trying enchiladas you know yeah well that's great so i get it makes sense we're good and then Sandoval's like, but Lala, like, all these fights are fights that you've picked, right? Because, like, you started talking shit about Ariana when we were at Lisa's. You said shit about Brock. I'm like, he's already too angry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Tom. And okay. she's like, this, yeah. There's no reason for this, buddy. And she's like, um, we dealt with this. Are we really getting on the hamster wheel again? Oh my God, dude, that's a great idea. Hey, Schwartz, hamster wheel in the future fantasy deja vu bar. Okay, all right, back to you. Listen, I'm just. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. I'm just bringing up examples, Lala. She's like, but why? Because I want you to grow, Lala. I want you to do something that no one on this show has ever been able to do grow. And then she starts the you are fighting. She's like, well, I want you to grow. He's like, but I want you to grow. 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 I was like, oh, God. It's a, here we are. It's the you are fight. <laughs> so he's like, listen, I want you to stop picking fights and then, you know, be like, eh, you're the victim. And she goes, it's called retaliation. He goes, yeah, we're the ones retaliating against you. <laughs> and then he says that she's basically lighting fuses and then playing uh, the victim when things explode. And she goes, um, out of everyone in the world, I'm going to pick you to tell me to do better. And then she says, the only thing growing on Sandoval is his heinous mustache and prepubescent little boy. Go- <laughs> boy, that little boys get. Yeah. And he's like, oh, listen, I'm just giving you simple math. And Raquel just faints like, across the room. <laughs> he's like, I'm just giving you simple math. All right. This situation plus two equals four. This situation plus two plus two plus two is four. Two plus two is four. And two plus two is four. <laughs> la, la. And she's like, oh, my God. I'm going to have a fucking stroke. Please stop. Please stop because <laughs> you're doing stop. math that's a little bit too complicated for me. Okay. <laughs> And that's the end. Uh, <laughs> it just ends, ends on a very mathy note. Um, so that was that. Um, I guess we'll see what happens next week. I don't even remember the previews for next week, to be honest. 
but I guess we'll see. It's like Brock's birthday, I guess. I don't remember. We'll just yeah. encounter it. Oh, actually, it's, it's not Brock's on. birthday. It's Brock's birthday, and all the friends, all of his Aussie friends, are there, and they're total pigs, like oh, perfect. <laughs> grabbing butts and stuff. And she's like, <laughs> and Charlie's like, you still have to protect me when you're my friend, Sheena. That's right. But um, Vanderpump Rules is actually not on next week. Uh, Bravo is going to be showing um, like a special airing of the uh, girls' trip premiere. So we don't have Vanderpump Rules next week. But like we said before, next week we'll have like double girls' trip recaps. And then uh, we'll be back to talk more Vanderpump Rules in two weeks. But until then, definitely go get tickets to our live shows. Sign up for Crappens on, on, on Patreon for Crappens on Demand for our bonus episode. Our bonus episode is uh, breaking down the Orange County trailer. And, um, you know, just do all the things. And we'll catch you on the next episode, everyone. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabuli, it's Annie and Julie. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>